All right, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, if we're at, if we're at the bottom, we're, we're talking about safety and security. All right, uh, you know, devastation. That was that was the word that came to mind. I would absolutely devastate uh, anything in front of me if I need to get a win. You know, if we're talking, uh, you know, even a more drastic situation to to as much of an extent as possible. And, you know, but thinking out of that context, a more day to day, you know, modern application. And we think about growing and and thinking deeper about, you know, your moves and and living life. You know, you know, unfortunately, we we only have hindsight, but trying to think about all those things that would happen through hindsight, you know, and be able to form some type of being half a step ahead and live with some type of foresight. Uh, But but lesson lesson is just you know if i if it's a win for me if i learned a lesson so that i you know there's there's something you know a fulfillment of of the mind or the situation you know that i can i can take something i took something away from that i cannot stand being in a situation not being able to take something away from it just any any little devotion of my time has to be completely worth it Right, because if it's not, it's time. Ultimately, that's away from the things that I do want to be putting my time into. And as as you know, anybody who's been listening to this for any little bit of time knows, like time for me is the most important commodity. Like, there's nothing to me more important than it's the only thing we can't obtain more of. It, it can just be time can end between, you know, any relationship at any moment. So I always think, just take lessons away. You know, put your time. Forth, and, and if you're if you're wasting that time, then you're not you're not winning. If you're not if you're not learning throughout those situations, to to me, you know. So, I, but you know, and through through all that, like I think one of the one of the biggest lessons I've ever been able to put forth is just to have this un, uncanny ability to to let go of stress because I don't have I can let go of things I don't have control of, like completely and absolutely. If a situation is like ult- like ultimately at the I'm not involved, it will not affect me. It does not impact me. I I can give you my opinion on any certain situation, and if something does inf- you know impact myself, my family, my you know my immediate surroundings, my actions, my my professional life, you know what are we doing here? Are we all involved in this? You know then absolutely. Like then I'm you know I'm I will stress about that. Good stress and bad stress. You know, but I will not hold anything that I cannot, that that, that do not have a direct impact on. Everybody's actions are their own. I was talking to somebody recently, this guy named Wills. Yeah, he's like, Will with it, but but with an S, it's Wills. I'm like, all right, man, well, nice to meet you. So we were kicking it, chopping it up for a little bit. And uh, it got to talking about relationships at one point. And it was just really interesting. You think about 50-50 and he said, you know, he was like, well, what about like a 70-30? And I just said, I can think about it. And ultimately you were, you are you, you know, you are a full, complete and absolute individual. So when you bring two people together, it doesn't, that doesn't change. You still have to bring all of you to it. So to me, it's all, I feel like it's a hundred and 100 and everybody has to put forth their max effort between any relationship in which they have. You know, that's, that's just my thoughts, my vision on relationships. And now when you talk about, you know, intimate relationships or, or a shared relationship, a joint tenancy, you know, you're living in the same spot, you know, you're co- cohabitating with one another, right? Then there's 
there's a hundred percent of the responsibilities around the property. You know, you got yard work and and dishes clean up. The, you know, the toilets need to be clean. The house needs to be tend to. Trees need to be trimmed. Like you know, cars need to be clean. How are we handling all these different responsibilities within the house? Diapers need to be changed. You know, we need to bathe. You know, everybody needs to get clean. So you know, what's going on? Where are we applying all of this time? What are we? What is being solved with money? What is being solved with with sweat? And personal time, you know, what, you know, what are we hiring out? Time is money. So where are we directing, you know, the sweat equity and the, the effort put in? So what, what are we doing here? So those are the things I will stress about, you know, we, we're shifting offices right now. And that's, that's about the conversation. That's as far as I stress. We have people right now thinking about quitting their jobs. This is actively happening in my life because Berkshire Hathaway it's a, if you don't, if, not, if you're unfamiliar with Berkshire Hathaway, take a look, uh, just, just Google Berkshire Hathaway. What, what are they go to their website, read their mission statement and be like, Oh, okay. But they own long realty. Long realty is a Berkshire Hathaway affiliate. So that's what trends in business. What, so there's a shift in the way business is going right now. There's going to be a lot of people working from homes and a lot of companies are not going to be having offices anymore. So says Warren Buffett. Okay, so we're shifting long realty to be kind of drop-in center more specific. And I think that trend is going to continue over the next several years as we're in this transitional phase, you know, post-pandemic and a few things exposed, a few things learned, you know, and a few things that we're going to change and, and move forward uh, as, we, as we go forward. Uh, but, man, uh, it, it's wicked right now just the way demographically I mean, the whole country is shifting, but specifically to business. Uh, anyways, people are thinking about quitting their, their professions right now based on having to change offices. Like you have, the only thing that changes in your life is which, you know, you may have a longer commute. That's, you know, the biggest hurdle you're going to have to overcome to have a completely brand new facility in an updated way. And speaking, the office that they're closing down is the one that I, I work out of the most people don't go there. They're not there anyways. Most of the 90, 85 to 90, Maybe even a little bit more percent of the, the realtors assigned to that office are, uh, they don't go to the office. They're all working from home. I don't know how their businesses are doing. I have no idea. But, you know, the, it, it seems like an odd thing to stress about. The company, you didn't make a decision, right? Yes, you got forced into a decision. Okay. So my route changes like this, and you have options to go other places, you know. And, and also, you know, what's it look like? For, do you have the ability, capability for a home office? Is this an opportunity for you to get your own lease space, just a, an office front? And can you do something else out of it with your be active realtor and detail cars out of the back? Like, I, you know, I don't know what's going to hybridize if people, people are starting to use their skills and flip it into entrepreneurial ships. You know, there's a lot of things out there that people can do. But anyways, I don't hold stress. You know, it's interesting the things people will stress over. And I, I, I think, well, why, I, I often, the immediate first question, why are you bringing me, why are you bothering me with this? Sometimes when people bring things up, well, albeit a concern, this is just generally speaking in my life, you know, it's not my concern. Like, so what are we stressing about? You know, like, hold on. And, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, break down any, anything specific or get any more in depth than that. But ultimately, I'm just trying to say if, you know, if it's just not something that you can actually impact and have effect on, go with it. I mean, you go with what is. And if it, or if it's something you need to remove yourself from, by all means, remove yourself from it. 
Um, but definitely, um, my, that's my biggest lesson. If I don't have any control over it, I'm not going to put stress into it. And, you know, that's not where my thoughts are going to go. That's not what I'm going to apply my time to. If you rent a space in, in my head, I mean, that's, that's problematic for me. I got, I, I, I think, I think deeply on, on many things on many, many situations and, and that I've been through that I'm going through that I look back upon, like just, Hmm, that could have gone differently or better and try to take lessons out of it so I can reformulate my relationships with people right now, every, or every day as time moves on and be able to output, you know, just a high quality version of, of myself, like at all times to just continue to build and work at that despite anything that I've ever been through or anything that went wrong. I'm not going to allow myself to be that let's say it's negative or, you know, or, or, or positive. I'm because it's so because I'm so many things and we are all so many things. There's all, you know, so you break it down, get to know somebody. Um, I dig it and, and continue to learn those lessons. Oh, I don't know. As Tyler Lopez would say, rant over. Yo, we had owls. The owl, the owl pups are here. So it's been a, it's been a long time coming. So I was looking recently at like nesting habits of, of big horned owls. So, all right, if this is your first time listening to the podcast for three seasons, I've had hawks, including this season, hawks live in my yard. Hawks are these regal, majestic flying birds. I mean, they're, they're up there in the, in the raptor community of bad motherfuckers, right? There's not a whole lot of things taking out hawks on a day-to-day basis. They live, you know, you know, nice long lives out in the wild and when their time comes they you know they take they take uh they take their final landing but owls from time to time will get hawks and that's what happened in my yard so i have big horn owls come in hard and they're those are king raptors all right as as dope as hawks may be they're not an owl owls are vicious vicious king raptors they they rule uh savagely and they moved in as like I said, for three years we've had this beautiful, strong hawk's nest in 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 the in our tree in the backyard, called a tree hawk. And now I got to rename the tree, probably. But owls done moved in, displaced the hawks, kicked them out the neighborhood. Uh, but we got the the baby owls are here now, and that's you know it, I looked up to kind of their nesting habits and how long they should be in the nest before there's babies. And it's like, man, what's going on? But having hawks for so long, kind of learned the patterns of raptors. And all of a sudden last night, the nest was a little bit like heard a little something like, Oh, what, what do we got? And mama was out the nest kind of just chilling, looking over you know the area she was on surveillance and, and papa wasn't around papa was out getting uh evening or i guess breakfast i suppose for hours there it's weird to say they're nocturnal but them motherfuckers up in the day mama eyeballs me all the time all day but we got the baby owls now so i'm looking forward to i got a couple of feathers already and they're dope as fuck i'm so excited about that uh, i'm excited to get a few more as, as time goes by but now that the baby owls are here let them uh kind of do their thing fly the coop uh, I don't, and I don't know how that relationship's going to go like in the date. Like, I don't know how baby owls act. I know how baby hawks act. So I don't know. We got outside. I don't know. It kind of fucks up what I got going on in the yard. I got to relearn like owl, baby owl habits and see how that impacts our outside time, uh, at the crib with the boys. Cause I, I don't know, man, the hawks done swooped at me a couple of times. Uh, I'm not really too anxious to have that happen with the inner encounter with the owl. Owl, uh, my fuck. 
might fuck me up. And I definitely don't want it to get either to the boys. My goodness, I'll figure it out, though, as time goes on. I guess one thing I don't want to have to ever do is displace them. And if they live for like an old owl's like getting up to like close to 30, they don't quite live to 30. I think like the oldest uh, documented one uh, that I read on the Internet, I don't know, was like 29 years. So and then a little bit longer in captivity. But I don't, so, you know, if I can provide them a good home, good, safe home in the yard on one of the king trees in, in a nice nest and they can keep doing their, their owl thing from time to time. Like, uh, I hope that's all good. But if they, we start getting into altercations, we might have to start figuring out relocations. Uh, but but yeah, man, the owl, the owl life is, is is wicked and wild. But so we got the babies now. Mama was just perched out overseeing everything yesterday at sunset. And I went out and just uh, just took just took her in. Just like, hey, hey, we here. We here. I'm just letting you know we here, too. And we're all good. So uh, I'll keep my eye out for for your pups. You don't got to worry about you don't got to worry about nothing. So hopefully uh, hopefully she caught the vibe or else uh, or else it's about to get wicked in the backyard. I don't, I don't know. But uh, I'm going to get up out of here. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy my Saturday. I hope you enjoy your day. Uh, enjoy those around you and your surroundings. And those that you have affect and impact on, go ahead and put, you know, tell them you love them. Give them big hugs. Tell them you're proud of them. And put your best foot forward in your relationships. You know, and take lessons away. You know, be with people who will challenge you. Be with people who will force you to, you know, you know who, who set a high bar, who set a high standard. You know, random vet, shout out, Scott Musso. You know? So, yeah, everybody be cool. Check on a vet. And hug your loved ones. Chill.